All right, boys and girls, welcome to the Code 3 Paranormal Podcast. Tonight we're going to be going over uh, dreams and what they mean and uh, kind of dive into, you know, whether they're a, a glimpse into the future and whatnot. So hope you enjoy and uh, tag along. Welcome to the show. I got the uh, the whole crew here tonight. Crew in the house. Whoop, whoop. Yay, yay. <laughs> so, yeah, I got Tom, Amber, and Tracy here tonight, and uh, we're going to go over dreams and uh, kind of what they mean. So, um, yeah, Tracy, you want to you wanna start off on that? Um, it was... Well, I was actually going to kick over to Amber only because she is pregnant and I know a lot of times women have a lot more vivid crazy dreams during pregnancy. You are spot on. <laughs> so this is perfect. All right. I always have crazy dreams. Well, I always have very vivid dreams, but I guess maybe in this last week it's been extra extra crazy. Um you know, where it's hard to decipher when I wake up if it's been reality, if it really happened, or if it was in a dream. So they're not obscure things that when you wake up, you're like, there's no way that could have happened. They're there has been some, yes. But, they, but quite a few of them have recently been more real life. Are they motherly instinct type dreams? Uh, well, they're they all about... well. Bizarre. They're bizarre from anywhere from... I was trying to chase Troy to get him to come help me with the kids, but next thing I know, I'm running through a mall and I'm in a towel only, trying to find oh my God. way out of it. <laughs> out of the towel or the mall? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> and then she woke up naked. It was crazy. <laughs> then, you know, and then it would go, I have not just one dream a night. I have, because I do wake up probably nine to ten times a night. I have nine to ten dreams a night so it jumps around yeah you know like um there's dreams with troy a lot of them stem around troy but like it's troy that i'm talking to but yet it's somebody else's face (laughs) all at the same time someone better looking (laughs) (laughs) it's probably a good thing i was gonna you know yeah Trying to tell, <laughs> trying to tell something, or you know, it's simple as um, I won't go into detail about the dream that I had last night, but I had a dream and I thought Stop I was it. in labor, <laughs> and my girlfriend, I was like, I'm only 18 weeks, I can't, like, I have to go to the emergency room. She's like, I got this, I'll handle it. I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, that just felt so real. Um, and then you know, I started having like weird symptoms that I was having in my dream and then all of a sudden like four hours later I'm sitting at work and I get an email saying hey if you notice this this is common I'm like wow like literally from my dream to waking up to the symptoms to all of a sudden getting an email saying this is common this is what you're supposed to experience during pregnancy so it's just weird yeah that is kind of weird so is it like Troy's voice was like Christian Bale or something. No, it's not even that. It was like me just trying to, it was Troy, but yet it was like one of my, it was my first ex-husband, I think it was, that I was trying to help him out, trying to like help his relationship for some reason. I don't know. She still dreams about him. Oh gosh. I just, I just deal no. with it. No I just way. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. And she's woken me up a few times. Like the other day, it was actually kind of funny. We kind of had like a cross dream, yeah, like, you know? It, yeah, it really was a like, crossover. So I was dreaming and I'm sure it just was in relation to what she was doing, but I was dreaming of something and somebody was tapping me in my dream and I could see, and it wasn't Amber, it was somebody else, but then it actually was Amber tapping me 
because then we both wake up and I'm like, did you did you just tap me? No, I or, asked you if I was tapping you and you said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she, she'd ask, she's like, was I tapping you? I was like, yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, and I'm like, man, somebody else was tapping me in the dream. It wasn't her. So it was kind of weird, a little crossover. And I was dreaming that I was tapping somebody. So. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, that was way funky, but it was, it was cool too to kind of be like, yeah, we're that connected. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Look at that. Score points. We're like so connected, guys. Scoring points. <laughs> Clearly, it's just that we've known each other way too long. Yeah, that's more Probably more of it. So, yeah. I mean, it was interesting, and uh, I mean, I don't know. It was just kind of cool to see that crossover, and maybe it, it really is just maybe a connection between two people when you have something like that. But it was neat. Yeah, it, so, it's crazy. There's uh, the theory, and it's not really so much a theory, it's proven that, you know, your mind is more open when you're asleep, right? So you're right. you're more able to receive things sort of similar to babies who don't know the difference between what should be real and what shouldn't be real. And so a lot of people have dreams about people that have died. And a lot of times they think that it's actually a visit from that person. Have you guys ever experienced something like that? And have mm. you noticed the difference? Like, Because I've had dreams about people who have passed, and it's just they're in the dream, you know what I mean? But they're not visiting me. I personally can tell the difference if they're coming to talk to me or I'm just dreaming about them because I happen to talk about them that day or they just were on my mind. Have they ever... You guys? Did they pass on anything to you? Did they say anything to you while in it, or were they just in it? Oh, no. Yeah, they talked to me. Was it anything? Sometimes did anything when come? I have the visit dreams, okay. they don't talk. Okay. Did anything they said like come to light or like a future reminiscence of something? So the biggest thing, and this was a long time ago. So my grandpa died when I was three. When I was about five, I started having these visits. And it was kind of like Amber's talking about where it's so real that he would all of a sudden be gone. He'd be sitting on my bed. So it'd be when I go to sleep, he'd be sitting on my bed talking to me. Was it a paranormal and, type visit or was it a yeah, dream? Yeah, kind of. Were you well, in I a don't dream? Know. I, don't, I don't know. Oh, so it's so, not like you were awake and you were talking to the spirit sitting on your bed. I have no idea. Because oh, I, I don't know if he was just all of a sudden gone or if I woke up. Does that make sense? So part of it's because I was very young when it happened, so I don't have that full recollection. I'm sure it was dreams, but it felt so real. Maybe maybe it is both. It felt like all of a sudden he just wasn't there anymore, and it wasn't like I'd been asleep and then I woke up. And I didn't think much of it, but a couple nights later I'd asked my mom if we could have spaghetti for dinner. And she said, "No, you know, whatever. I've worked all day. Like you're getting, you're getting what I feed you." <laughs> yeah. Spaghetti takes like ten minutes. I know, I know. that's like the easiest meal. <laughs> <laughs> and she said no, and I'm like, I just like freaked out and said, "You know, Grandpa loved spaghetti. It was his favorite meal." And she looked at me like she saw a ghost, and she said, "How would you know that?" Mm. And I kind of sat back for a second. That is interesting. Uh, I don't really know <laughs> how I would know that. So I feel like, yes, he did come and visit me and those I, visits, you know, were profound and obviously I've retained something from those visits, but I don't recall him anything specific that he said to me while we were visiting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's, that's awesome that, you know, yeah, it was really did, cool. You know, in so some way he, he passed something on to you. Yeah. Right. But he loves spaghetti. Yeah, hey, whatever, go. man. Maybe that's just something. He's like, man, I really miss spaghetti on this side. They don't have that shit. Yeah, so. Right? <laughs> so and, you know, is my favorite food now. So I don't know if that tied into it or not. But. I don't know. That's interesting, though. I never have um, profound message dreams like that. Mine are always really abstract where I'll be with... It's bizarre because I've never, I'll be with someone in a dream that, uh, you know, I'll run across once or twice and we're super close in the dream. 
but I'm not super close with them in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's never anyone that's um, been that profound to me. But I'm most, like, I'd say 90% of my dreams are I'm solo in, like, a crowd of people, but it's some weird abstract situation. Um, I used to have this crazy dream when I was a kid a lot. I haven't had it in a long time. And I dream in color. And it was the, it's the only dream I ever remember being in black and white. And, uh, it's, it's this, it's this house and I am in this room and the, the walls are just neon bright white. It's crazy. And the ceiling is black and it's just kind of this room that just keeps kind of changing color between black and white. And, um, it's almost like I'm sitting in a cube and then the next scene is I'm, and this gets kind of dark, but I'm like chained to this creepy kind of uh, old swing set. And there's these two German shepherds that are chained just close enough to where they can get in my face, but they can't bite me. And they're just constantly barking in my face. Huh. Oh, that's crazy. And I've, I haven't had that dream since I was about 10 years old, but I used to have it. Every year, on on every year, either on Halloween or the day before, for probably a decade, it's straight. And I could pretty much look forward to it. And I haven't had that one in a while. Um, and it was the only black and white dream I've ever had. But I have no... I'm going to have it tonight now. Right. That's what <laughs> I was yeah, just yeah. thinking. He's going to have it. Freaks me out. Um, but, uh, and then... I have these other, I have this other weird, I, when I dream, I always have this weird, it's like four places that I'm in every time it seems like. Um, one is like this weird futuristic version of the 16th street mall in Denver. And <laughs> so a bunch, um, a bunch of homeless people down there. That's what I was <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I, after today's comments, I, I couldn't help it. <laughs> But it's true, though, sadly. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, but that, but in that dream, I'm always being, there's always like some, you know, in the monster movies where there's like a giant monster destroying a city. Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone else is running away from it, but I'm going towards it because I want to look at this thing because it's like, oh my God, like I'm totally going to miss this giant monster. I don't know what the hell that means. Maybe Tom's maybe you're brave. Tom is brave. What? Maybe it's, maybe it's a meaning that you're brave. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna. Have you ever thought that maybe you are the boss? Brave or stupid? Well, I think brave and stupid kind of go hand in hand. But it's more of me like it's not like it's not like I'm like oh I'm gonna go vanquish this monster. It's more like oh my god I like want to look at this thing. <laughs> but everyone else thinks. <gasps> Look at him. He's going to slay the monster and save us all. See? See? Um, you're the really hero. Like, I want to get a picture of this thing. Can I get yeah. A <laughs> but again, you know, that may be what you're thinking. But yeah, I mean, the dreams may have a certain meaning. Like, you know, you're going to be faced with a challenge. And maybe that dream's a, you know, precursor to you need to step up and, you know, go into that challenge and defeat it kind of thing. You know, I, I don't know. I think it can give a glimpse into what we may be challenged in life. Sure. Do any of you ever have, um, well, I, I'm fascinated by recurring dreams. Oh, I uh, always have recurring um, dreams. Like, uh, cause you know, I have like three or four that I have all the time. Um, and then, uh, you know, like weird sex dreams. You want to elaborate? Yeah, I, I think your first dream where you're chained up was with dogs barking at you. Yeah, I think there's a little more to that. Futuristic sex dream thing. Futuristic chained up downtown 16th Street. Great. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, no, think about it. <laughs> now that's what the dream you're going to have. What's going have on in Tom's head? I know. Oh, God, no one wants that. We're going to wire him up. <laughs> so I used to have a recurring dream when I was a kid. What was that and dream? We lived in these townhomes, and in my dream there was a 
swing set in between two buildings, and in reality, it wasn't there. But my brother Damn and I are swing sitting sets. on the, yeah swing sets, right? I know when you said that, I thought, how weird is that? But uh, my brother and I are sitting on these swings, and this guy comes walking by, and I just start to get a bad feeling about him. And as he's getting closer, he comes up and grabs my arm and is like taking me toward this car. And my brother is completely oblivious, oblivious, <laughs> oblivious to whatever's going on. I'm screaming, kicking. This guy's like dragging me. He throws me in the back seat of the car. And then when he goes to get in the front, I jump out and run. And as I run by my brother to go up to our townhouse, he kind of snaps out of it and starts running with me. So we lived in a second story townhouse. So like the bottom floor was apartments and then the second floor was a two-story townhome. So we run up the stairs, we run into the house and start to go out over the balcony because the guy's chasing me. And when we go out onto the balcony, he's climbing up over the balcony. And so then we go and try to go back out the front door. And as we're going out the front door, he's coming up the stairs and it just goes on and on and on like that. Like no matter what you do, he's there. Yeah. Did you know the guy? No, no idea who he was. And the whole time we lived there, I had that dream. And it would be probably two or three times a week. So do you, Tracy, think that that is a future look at something you may be challenged with or a heads up? What do you think the dreams are doing? Well, I think there's different, there's definitely different reasoning for different dreams. And sometimes, you know, people can look for answers in a dream, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you're, you're dealing with a problem, you go to sleep, and you're consciously thinking about, okay, how can I solve this problem? It sort of releases your unconscious to say, hey, we know how to fix this. We've known it all along. You just can't hear us during the day. There's too much noise. So sometimes that does happen with people. Um, and, you know, when you're facing something crazy, you're probably going to have crazy dreams. Definitely. When you've had a really busy day, like sometimes I'll dream about work when I'm super stressed. I'll probably do it tonight. And you dream that you're working all night because you're distressed at work. You know what I mean? So yeah, it that's kind of un- unrelaxing where you're at in your yeah. life and what's going on. And sometimes I think it's just a purging of like you had a really fucked up day and your brain's like, let's get rid of this shit. <laughs> let's De- just definitely. process it all while you're sleeping and get it out of here. Yeah, I mean, so it really it, depends. Yeah. Do you ever have those weird, the one dreams that like really messed me up and I haven't had one in a while, but it was mostly when I was working, um, like a second job of like retail or, or something kind of high intensity like that in a way where, um, it's almost like a twilight dream where you're not a hundred percent asleep, but you kind of, you dream a super realistic situation where, um, you're kind of running through a scenario that you experienced that day, but it ends up completely different and you kind of like jar yourself awake and you're like, Oh, I got to get this out of my head. Uh, and then you go back to sleep and the whole thing replays again. Does anyone ever have those? I have a long time oh. ago, but yeah, I do know it's what you're talking worse. about. Yes. I'm usually able to pretty effectively change that process. So if I wake up from a dream, I can consciously not go back into that dream. And I can't. Huh. I'll, I'll start yeah. off right where I left off. Yeah. Pretty much. Same here. I, um, one time I had food poisoning and I had watched Gangs of New York while I was sick. Oh, goodness. Oh, great and I movie. Falling as, oh, it's a terrible movie to watch when you're sick. It's a great movie, but not when you're sick and you get fever dreams from it because then it's just like Bill the Butcher the whole time. Just the like, Butcher, dude. He's so amazing. <laughs> Bill the Butcher and Tom's vomiting all over. I know. <laughs> you know, and he's just like, the night is like, oh, you know, and you're just like, oh, God, it, it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Every time I fell asleep, I would just get crazy Daniel Day-Lewis just freaking well, me out. Those fever dreams, those are no joke. Yeah. Because for me, and I'm guessing it's pretty common, you can't really tell what's reality and what's not because you're sort of delirious, right? So you might be kind of awake but still dreaming. Well, and I so think... then you kind of lose track of, am I awake? Am I asleep? Is this really happening? And it's the same when you're like on pain meds or something like that. Yeah. You're just not quite sure. But I think all of those... In reality or if you're in 
a dream world. I think all of those honestly blend together. So, because the reason I say that is, you know, the reality, whether you're in reality or you're in a dream, um, you know, Amber and I are both big believers in like positive thinking and, you know, what you put out there, you get back. And if you want something, you think hard enough and you work towards it, those mixtures together, you're going to get it. And just about everything we, we do a vision board and we put up like pictures and stuff up of things we want and things we want to do. And basically everything on there has come to light. Everything has happened. And we, we look about, we look at the pictures, we think about it. We, you know, we say, Hey, I want to be this and we'll, we'll say that. And so in my mind, that's, you know, it falls into what your mind believes is reality. So you may not, you know, you may be asleep, but you may not be. And this may be your brain telling you something. You just may not be able to decipher what it's trying to tell you. Cause like right. I said, everything what you think about, yeah, you bring about everything I yeah. wanted. If I, if I truly thought about it every day and I put my mind to it, it happened. It happened exactly how I wanted it. And so, I mean, your mind can do incredible things. Um, you know, the one dream I used to have reoccurring when I was a cop was, um, that I couldn't kill a guy that was trying to kill me. So he would be trying to like, you know, he kept coming at me and I'd shoot him 20 times. He wouldn't fall down. He just kept coming and coming. What I found out that dream meant to me was that I was not working out enough or like I started slacking in my physical fitness. And so as soon as I started working out again and I'd go, you know, practice my fighting, my shooting, everything like that, all of a sudden that dream was gone. It was kind of like, hey, dude, get your shit together. You're getting lazy. You're going to run across a dude who's going to whoop your ass. And, you know, and I figured that out. That was kind of my thing. But it took a long time to go, man, why do I keep getting this dream? Then I realized... Uh I'm working out again. I'm doing the things I need to do. And it was gone. So, and then the next day after the dream, you went out and you freaking shot a guy and you dropped him in one shot. And you're like, it was one shot. It worked. The training works, man. It was crazy. One shot, hundred yards out. Maybe instead of shooting him 20 times in the foot, I'll shoot him once in the face. And that'll do it. Right. Exactly. He's (laughs) done. So (laughs) it's interesting how it works, but I think the mind is so powerful. It literally could do anything you want it to do. If you could open it. Okay. So I have a weird one. Well, we know that from so, you. Go ahead. I've always had super crazy, vivid dreams. I dream in color. I can write four or five pages about one dream. Right. Um, and it sounds like, Amber, you do the same thing, which is Absolutely. actually pretty rare from yeah. what I've gathered. But I have a reoccurring dream, and it, the theme is what's reoccurring. And Tom... Since you're in the dark ages and not on Facebook, you would know that I posted about this recently. Am I really in the dark ages? Because I feel like I'm more enlightened by not being on Facebook. <laughs> you're probably right about that. They're listening to this uh, recording right now, Tom. What? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Facebook's Go ahead, Tracy. You're, you're going to get some ads in your email. That's right. Uh, melatonin. Melatonin. <laughs> melatonin. I use melatonin and it actually works a lot. Not me. I've heard it works really well. I love melatonin. I've never really had issues falling asleep. So. Oh. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, we digress. So, <laughs> the theme is I see a plane flying in the sky. It's always during the day. Okay. And it explodes. Right? So Fair it's enough. like a La Bamba type deal. <laughs> La Bamba? <Jeez. laughs> All right. And what do you mean by La Bamba type deal? Have you seen La Bamba? Yeah. That's how no. What's His Nuts dies. Tom, that's a whole nother yeah. episode. Or, or, or is, is the, or is the plane flying it. over Iran? Wait, that too never soon? happened. Too soon? That okay. didn't happen. Too soon? Too, too soon? That <laughs> 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 happened. Um, by the way, one, but it's sorry, different. one digression real quick. How come whenever a plane gets shot down lately, it's always a Ukrainian airplane? How come no one's ever talking about that? That's true. That's true. Well, and then all this stuff with, with Trump and Ukraine, like, what is, why is Ukraine always, whatever, this will just turn into a whole yeah, other yeah. thing. We'll I'm going to stop interrupting Tracy. Sorry. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> I have had these dreams for years, and they just pop up randomly, and... One of them is that I see a plane blow up in the sky. Another is that I'm on a plane and it's trying to taxi down like a highway or like Wadsworth or something. Ooh. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? Like, how, how is this going to work? There's cars. And I just think we're never going to get off the ground. This is never going to work. And we don't ever end up taking off. 
But recently, I had a dream where we did get off the ground, and we hit a power pole, and it damaged the plane, and we had to go back to the airport because the plane couldn't fly. But you survived. So about two months ago, I just decided to Google plane crashes, right? And it turns out there was a plane crash on the day I was born. Oh, wow. wow. In the United States that killed everybody on board. It's like 217 people. Are you saying that you were in that plane crash and you were rebirthed right there? I don't know because it was the day I was born. So, okay, then that could get into a whole other thing of is the soul really attached to the body before birth? You know what I mean? And is it physically in the body before birth or is it just attached right yeah i could get into like a whole nother oprah but (laughs) i thought that was really that is crazy significant to the fact that i continuously have those two dreams i find that funny i got a question on the plane crash thing real quick do you know which one it was because i'm gonna look it up right now i'm i'm so my middle name is greg and i'm named after um, my brother's half brother, they're really close who died in a very big plane crash. I think it was in 1983. Um, it was from, it was like from Miami to Dallas or something. Okay. So this one was American airlines flight 191 from O'Hare to LA. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I know a lot about these plane crashes cause it's kind of, weird fascination of mine too but yeah was that the one i think it was like caught in a microburst and like it the the plane was taking off i think it was leaving chicago Uh and the the microburst happened and it basically pushed the airplane straight into the ground yep that's what happened well i don't know if if you're born that day that's in the afternoon so you know, the, looking at, the, like, the time, and so there were 273 people killed. It was the deadliest accident in the United States ever. Oh, wow. So you were on that plane. I don't know. <laughs> that's but, like, that's what it sounds like. Be, right? Well, that like kind someone, of fits like in when we were talking about on Facebook that little thing that I had seen where it talks about, um, you know, when you're dying and it says to look at the light at the end of the tunnel, that light is actually you being bird. That's the light of you coming out of the womb into the light of the room and you're crying because you didn't, yeah, you don't want, you're crying because you don't like you are upset that you left your other life. But as you get older, you forget your past life and you move forward. I'm, I well, love- past lives is a whole. It would be a great topic as well because. Oh yeah, I love you know, that people theory have though. Dreams it- about past lives and things like that too. So yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of our dreaming is an unlocking of our subconscious and our unconscious mind, and you know, your soul recognition, mm-hmm. if you will, that is imprinted. And and I like in, the theory you know, that that Amber gave because. If you notice a lot of people that do start to believe that, you know, they are reincarnated or whatnot and they come back as somebody else, they usually start remembering things along their life, like little glimpses they'll have of something like, man, I swear I used to live, I used to be somebody else. And you'd have these little glimpses. Uh And so that theory that when you die, you're immediately coming out as somebody else, you know, out of the female into the light and this is the new world and you're crying because of the accident you're dead and you don't want to give up that life it kind of makes sense because then down the road all of a sudden you're throwing you right into the next exactly you're jumping in the next one and and then you just life goes on yeah and as you grow up you forget all these things but you never fully forget it so every once in a while you're like you know maybe deja vu maybe that's a sign of it deja vu could be some old thoughts of your old life that you had in this whole theory that Amber had mentioned, it, it sounds pretty plausible in my mind that that could really occur with, For sure. you know, things people well, remember. Like when you meet somebody, whether it's, you know, somebody you end up getting into a relationship with, like an intimate relationship or somebody who ends up becoming a friend or that you just connect with right away. Yeah. You know, maybe you knew each other. But part of me thinks that deja vu is not just that because I have deja vu on a daily basis and I know that 
my deja vu is because I already dreamed this. Yeah, the dreams. Can I have deja vu from my dreams all the time. I, there's probably like probably five out of seven days a week do I have deja vu. Yeah, and I actually have it quite a bit. I get it once, probably once a week. I'll have something that I'm like, man, I've been here, I've done this, you know, or I've so seen. Do you this. have dreams that you know? <clears throat> excuse me. You know that you you dreamt this situation yesterday or last week, or or do you just kind of feel like that's probably where it came from? Like, do you have things where you're like, no, I just dreamt this on Tuesday? I <laughs> definitely know that I'm like, oh yeah, I just did this in my dream. Like, it's so crazy because I remember having that dream and I'm like, man, that felt so real. Then all of a sudden, boom, it'll happen. And I'm like, holy crap, I was just in this situation. Yeah, that's cool. So my mom actually dreamt about the Pope being shot when she was a child. Oh, damn. And, yeah. And she actually dreamt about <clears throat> JFK being shot as well and dreamt it exactly the way it happened. Have we had this conversation already? I'm not trying to be like weird deja vu. It's deja vu talk. But, no, but <laughs> yeah, we talked about it. No, I think uh, we have. Okay, yeah, good. I've been about it. <laughs> I wanted to make sure because I was like, I think you've said this before, but I yeah, yeah I like I've been sure. here. I've been here before. Deja vu. You dreamed it, Tom. <laughs> you dreamed it. You're dreaming and, about and talking so to me about my begins. mom's How so. deep into the rabbit hole do we want to go? Um, I don't know if you've heard it, but they did figure out, you know how people always say, oh, my life flashed in front of my eyes when something traumatic happens? Uh-huh. Well, um, scientifically speaking, they have figured out what that is, which was a, a huge accomplishment um, in the scientific community. But they found out that that is actually your brain processing everything you've done in your life so that it's it's basically digging through the tools of your memories to try to figure out how to deal with the situation. So like you know, somebody's getting shot at and they're like, man, my, you know, I got shot. They survive. They wake up. They're like my life flashed in front of my eyes. That's because your brain is trying to process what's going on and how to deal with it. And so when you see all these old memories through your brain, that's because you've never dealt with that kind of situation. And so your body is going through everything in your memory bank to see how to deal with it and it can't find it. So just keep searching, searching. So they so run. That's legit. Yeah. Okay. So it makes sense. Wait, have we been shot at before? <laughs> I have. I have been shot. And you know what? Did we do. It's a, it's a you know, it's funny. I could see that. And actually, in high school, growing up in Phoenix, um, I got shot at. And um, grew up in a rough town. There. I did grow up in a rough town, uh, North Phoenix, man. But um, um, we got shot at, and I do remember like kind of some things flashing through my brain. And then as I got older and I became a, a cop, I got shot at a couple times. And that didn't happen again. Like my body knew how to react to it from being right. shot at prior. So I didn't have any of these flashes. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I'm getting shot you at. dream you know, about it? I don't know. I've never dreamed about it. <laughs> but it was just a lot easier to deal with the second time. And I didn't have anything go through my brain except, you know, get behind cover. That was it, huh. you know, so. And that really makes perfect sense because, you know, one thing that I've discovered in my personal experience and the experiences of people that I know is your body will try really hard to stay alive. Like your body does not want to die. Its no, no. whole purpose is to keep going and it will find any kind of reserve and recourse possible to do that. Absolutely. So that makes sense that, you know, you're going into your reserves of like, shit, how do we stay alive? Bingo. So I thought that, that was a really cool sense. find. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, all right, I'm going to go through the table here one by one. And uh, so I'll go with Tom here. Tom, thoughts on dreams? Give us your, your, your final... That's a very broad question. Yeah. You know, do you feel they are uh, future premonitions? Do you feel it's just your mind kind of gathering information that you've gotten? Because I know resting, you know, obviously helps the brain. What's your thoughts on what the dreams are? Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. I never really honestly thought about it till the show. <laughs> but, well, That's, I mean, in a deeper sense like that, but... Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad we could my, do that on this show for you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess since these... Since I guess dreams are personal, I mean, obviously, because we've all had different ones, um, I've never really had a weird um, dream where I'm with someone 
that I know when they're giving me sagely advice from the past. It's always me in like a weird, obscure um, type of situation. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, honestly. It's, it's To me, it's just it's one of those things that kind of blows my mind. Oh, yeah, I know there's definitely. a meaning behind it, but I don't, I can't think of one to say right now. No, no, fair enough. I mean, this is definitely it's a, a terrible topic, answer, sure. but I don't. You know, <laughs> That's the worst I, I, answer ever. I, I, this is the worst, and I think this Maybe is the we'll first time <laughs> that but I don't know. Logical I just, Tom did not have an answer. Logical Tom doesn't have a logical explanation. <laughs> <laughs> he lost the logics. All right. That's because he's on cold It's, it's back now to Tom. It's, Tom. Yeah, it's back to Tom logical now. Logical Tom. But I think it's. Um, I mean, they're important. I think, uh, you know, you have those profound dreams that you, I, okay, let me kind of, now that I'm thinking, digging a little deeper, <laughs> thinking about up. this. So that one dream I, I kept talking about uh, when I was a kid, I only had that when I was a kid. Probably stopped having it when I was 10 or 11. And I'm wondering if it has something to do with and this is like some Sigmund Freud shit, but you know, um, <laughs> you know, like you have those, it's, maybe it's one of those dreams I, I had when I was a kid. Cause my parents were got divorced when I was six years old and I really, really had it when I was a young kid and I only started you trying to process probably, but it was such, doubt and... and it's the only black and white dream I've ever had. I always dream in color. So, yeah, um, I mean, I would probably associate so, that to that, to the divorce. So maybe it was some kind of, I don't know if it was a message or um, kind of thing about that situation. So maybe... Well, in the fact, didn't you say there were two dogs? Yeah, there was always Ooh, two dogs. Mother so maybe and they represented your parents. Like, was it kind of volatile? Were they arguing a lot? Well, with each other, but it was actually a pretty fairly peaceful divorce. I mean, it wasn't like... Maybe as a little kid, you kind of thought you were trapped, yeah. right? And here's Man. your parents, like, kind of, of going at it, and you were just scared. Or you were just afraid that it was going to be end up being one of those bickering. Sure. Yeah, that's horrible. maybe true. Um we're going to analyze your dreams. Um, yeah, you're, you're chained down, you're helpless. Your parents are divorcing. Us, yeah. I see that as a premonition of you maybe felt helpless in the situation. Sure. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, ooh. I think you hit it there, actually. I, I yeah. think dead on, man. Dr. Troy. You're going to have to come lay down on the couch and we'll chat for a couple hours here in the vault. <laughs> bring, bring cash. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> bring cash. Cash, yeah. <laughs> Can't have the IRS taxing me. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess long story short, um, like, I've never really had any future premonitions, but I do think that maybe it's kind of like um, a warning system, but just something like, you know, you're going to need to be strong coming up. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in a weird fortune cookie type way, but not a futuristic, you know, sagely prediction, but it's just like, hey, you know, be aware. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. All right. Uh, Tracy, lay it on us. So I think that dreams are really our soul protecting ourselves. Okay. Whether it's figuring out a way to process something that you just don't know how to process, sort of like with Tom's dream where you're just terrified and you're in this uncontrollable situation. and It's just kind of your mind's way of sort of pushing that out and processing it for you. Um, or whether it's somebody coming and using that space to visit you, you know, from the other side and, and get a chance to talk to you and maybe you'd be a little more closed off when you're awake and more aware of what's going on. Yeah. Um, whether it's sort of a reoccurring dream that, you know, maybe you have it when you're 10 and then when you're 35, something happens related to that. And like Troy, you were saying, you know how to handle it because you recall that at that time. Yeah, definitely. So it was sort of setting you up. So I Weird. think it's... Tom, would you like to interrupt me again? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be inter- interrupting Tom. That's a new name. Interrupting illogical. No, but I'm just kind of thinking of these different things as we're talking. Um, when 
and this kind of goes for everyone, um, when you dream, do you dream of your current age? Or do you dream of yourself younger or older? Because whenever I'm dreaming, it's how old I am now. I never dream of myself when I'm 14. But like yeah. if, I, if I had that kid's dream now as me as a kid, then I'd be like, well, that was fucking weird. But, I mean, have you ever... No, mine's... you dreaming yeah. now, you dream of yourself as you That's a super valid are. question. It, yeah, it really I've is. always dreamt in current. Me too. Time it's always... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Always I can't tell current. you. Okay. I don't know. I don't ask myself how old I am, um, and I don't see myself ever. So you're looking but through your eyes. Yeah, that's a good point, yes, too. I you look through my eyes. You never really see yourself in a dream. I assume either. that it is now, but I don't. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, damn. This shit just got deep. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do a part two on this one. I love wait, dreams. It, it, I love wait, dreams, too, because I look them all up. Yeah, so. Wait, all right, more? Tracy, did you want to finish anything on yours? Um, You know, I just I think that they're a way of sort of protecting us and refreshing us. Okay. And I think that, so there's theories out there that everything in the universe is connected by an invisible thread, right? And if you were able to see this, it would look like the world's largest, most intricate, crazy spider web ever. Yeah. Um, and to an extent, I, I feel that that's a little bit true. So one dream that I did have when I was, 20, 80, was about a girl that was my best friend in fifth grade. She moved away in fifth grade, never saw her again, never talked to her again. I dreamt about her going out a window and being stabbed with a samurai sword. Oh, damn. Wow. And in my dream, I didn't know who she was, and I didn't see her. I saw the instance of the window and the body and the stabbing, and I thought, I dreamt about a guy being stabbed and it was so vivid that I started looking through the paper every day after that dream, looking, knowing like I'm going to see this something. Yeah. You're going to see somebody that. being stabbed with a samurai sword. Isn't something the news is going to skip over. Heck no. Six no. days later, oh, gosh. I turned to the second page of the newspaper and the headline is woman stabbed with samurai sword. No. And I read it and you, it's you my can... best friend from fifth grade. Her name was Marty. Are you serious? Which is why I thought it was a guy. Like, it's giving me goosebumps even now. You just keep me the hell out of your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can look it up. Like, the article and everything. So there were probably five or six subsequent articles oh, because geez. when she tried to go out the window, not only did he stab her through the abdomen, he sliced her fingers off. So she oh, had her dang. hand on the, the windowsill, and he sliced at her hand with the sword and completely severed two of her fingers and almost completely severed two more. And so it's about the reconstructive surgery and how they got her hand to work again and, like, all of this. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. right. So why would I randomly connect to that? Because I dreamt about it before yeah. it actually happened. So many years did you know out of the blue. The time? No. We had not seen or talked, seen each other or talked to each other since fifth grade. Did you ever oh, reach out to her after. after? Well after, yeah. It was, you know, 10 years later. And I was, part of it, you know, is why I was looking is trying to kind of, and I kept thinking like, who is this? Who is this? Because I thought, this hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I felt terrible that I didn't figure it out sooner that I could have warned her. But, you know, how crazy would I have? Hey, I haven't seen well, you in 10 years, but I think your boyfriend is going to stab you with a sword. <laughs> so he it's going to be a samurai sword. and uh, Well, like when you were... I, mean, I probably would have ended up in the loony bin. It, probably. You seem like you've had those crazy um, premonition dreams. Your your mom did, you said, with the Kennedy and the, the Pope right. shooting. And then right. the, the plane crash thing. And I had another one, too, that was just so benign about my dad's best friend canceling a fishing trip. <laughs> and I came upstairs, and my dad said, oh, you guys got to get ready. We're going to be going any minute. And I said, no, Art's going to cancel. His son is sick. And 10 minutes later, the phone rang. It was Art. He was canceling because his son was sick. That's crazy. Wow. And my dad looked that at me crazy. like I had four heads. <laughs> like, crazy. Here's a, here's a standing order. If I Don't ever, ever dream about you? If, yeah. No, no. Well, if you do. We're billionaires. Call me, call me the second you have the dream. And tell me what it is so I can oh, I will. not be, 
you know, murdered no, with I actually, samurai no, sword. I actually, it's I never anything good, it sounds like. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I had a dream like six weeks ago about one of my employees. So I went out on a limb. This guy doesn't go to the doctor, is very scientific, by the book, you know, ghosts are bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I had a dream that he went to the doctor and was diagnosed with stomach cancer. So I thought about it for hours and then brought him into my office and said, hey, you might think I'm nuts, but I wanted to tell you this just so that you have the knowledge. Do with it whatever you want. As far as I know, you know, he hasn't gone to the doctor, but it was one of those that it kind of felt nagging, like my past dreams have taught me, hey, you should let somebody know. Yeah, if put you it know, out there. And again, if something comes of it and, you know, it's too late, that falls on him. I mean. I would feel, well, and I would feel terrible if I didn't at least it put it falls on him. You should have gone to the doctor. I like gave I you the knowledge. You. What you do well, with it, that's you. Funeral now <laughs> I mean, if you told me today that I had stomach cancer, <laughs> I'd be at the doctor you tomorrow. You could have lived, man. You could have lived. You could have lived. What would you, but, what would you have done if he was like, oh, yeah, I, did, I haven't want to told anyone yet, but. You know, I I do, and I'm kind of scared. What would you have done? Probably just rolled with it. Yeah, just when, like, well, I'm really sorry. I'm glad. What can I do? What can I do to help Mm -hmm. you? Right. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have really shocked me, honestly. (sighs) Craziness. So, only positive dreams for this team. So, anyway, so, you know, I think a lot of what happens with our dreams sort of ties into how psychically connected we are anyway okay. because I think the more psychically aware that you are just in your day-to-day life the more that's going to benefit you when you have the option to not have the constraints of everyday life and reality tying you down yeah so no, that I, allows I, your I like that. to give you much more knowledge than you could probably even take in you know in reality I can see that, definitely. Um, all right, Amber, what you got? What is it? Well, we'd have to do a part two because I really love dreams. Like, I guess since I've ever started dreaming in color about my grandmother when she was when I when she passed away when I was little, um, I think that they all have a meaning of some sort. Whether you are just having a crazy time in life and it's just you trying to release stuff, or if it's you know, with me getting all these deja vus, you know, I feel like there is a meaning and I love to look up dreams to see what it means. Um, but I don't think there's anything like necessarily bad about them in a way. I just think that it's your subconscious, whether you, I don't know, can see the future or not, whatever. I don't, I don't know on all that part, but I just think that dreams are very interesting and I love to wake up and be like, oh, that was a cool dream. And I could write it just like Tracy. I could write them down page after page after mm-hmm. page. Um, and everything's always in color. I don't, I I have not dreamed in black and white since my grandma died. Me neither. I don't think I ever did. I would, I would, did not, I don't remember really dreaming in color before she passed away, but I was only in fourth grade when she passed away. So, yeah. You know, I was still young, so who knows what I did before, but I just remember vividly the castle she was in, her and I talking, showing me the ring that had every color stone in it, and how vivid it was. And that's ever since then, it just has taken off. And I dream every night. There's not a night that I don't dream, and I have at least one to two dreams a night, if not more. Yeah, because she wakes me up during each one of them. Shut up. Oh. Hey, I Do you ever write that your you, dreams down, Amber? I used to. I haven't in a long time. I but I thought either, about but doing it. But I have it. journals. You and guys journals both and should for part two and like bring that in and see if there's any kind of like connection. Yeah, of we it. should like go back and look at some yes. of Yeah, that would be cool. I'll, so, start, I'll so start that's, doing yes, that. Yes, you both need to start doing that because I don't really dream anymore. So I Tom doesn't well, look like a dreamer. You know, they say everyone. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'm, de- dead I'm, I'm dead inside. I got well, everybody dreams. It just yeah, if you can remember them or not, people wake up and don't realize that they've had dreamed. Yeah, no, I know. I you know. might not get into that, but I haven't remembered really a dream in so long. It's, it's like ridiculous. 
And I talk to a lot of people that say that too, and I find that really sad. It's very I sad. I, I remember they used too. to be so but cool. But then again, you know, I think that they sometimes it's a good thing. You know, I I I had that horrible dream where Troy had to wake me up because I couldn't breathe. You know, the more that we all talked about it, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are right. Maybe that I, it's PTSD from my birth of my son, you know? So I feel like there's always some sort of meaning behind it, but I'd rather go the rest of my life never having that dream again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've all had those. And we could talk about that next episode too. Yeah, we'll, well maybe. Really terrifying dreams. Like Tom threw his in there for sure. Right. But like the worst dream ever, you know, that you're just like, I never want to have that dream. Well, maybe... Maybe, uh, Amber, you don't have that dream anymore because, uh, I mean, Landon's healthy now. and <laughs> Yeah, you're good. You know, no, I, I just and, had that dream, I mean, like, like, yeah, not like a, a month, month and a half like, ago. It was only, yeah, it was only like but a month. But with you being pregnant, too, it's going to dredge all of right. that up. Yeah. But I do, I've known all through the years, I've had this reoccurring. It's not the exact same dream, but I wake right. up and I can't, like, I'm sitting there going, okay, wake yourself up, Amber. You can't breathe. Like I'm sitting there trying to talk and scream and I can't do any of it. And I'm realizing that's how I felt when I had him is that they numbed me too much and I thought I was going to die on the table. So, you know, that's you're still just trying to cross holding on to it. Yeah. And I think now being pregnant, maybe that's why it came up again. Mm, So vividly recently, because I don't want to have a C-section. That'll help you process that out right right? so maybe that's like your mind preparing you for like okay if you feel like this don't panic because you know everything's going to be okay right preparation well i'm just trying to avoid c-section altogether i know that's up to the doctor yeah but good that brought up another thing so i Let's just have an episode about me and all my... No, we can just have a Tracy... (laughs) You know what? Actually, I was telling Tracy, I was telling my friend about you and all the things that you have said um, between, you know, this being a little girl and we're going to name it something with a B. It is crazy because you are spot on. Wait, wait. Did she say about a B? Yes, the name that you're going to name her, it's going to be a B. And I realized today that, holy crap, the only name that we like is a B. (laughs) Yeah, the only one we've picked out so far is a B, which we're not going to say until it's time, but... I didn't know you said it was going to be a B. That's, yes. Okay. It did. It's okay. probably on somebody's audio. <laughs> right. Well, she yeah, said, she goes, I need her to come tell me about my life because she clearly knows all Barnabas. about yours. It's Barnabas. Is it Barnabas? <laughs> Barnabas. <laughs> Gosh, you're not supposed to tell everybody. Uh, Barnabas. <laughs> Barnabas Mackey. Oh, Barnabas Mackey. That has a ring to it. That, that is a kinda, ring kinda to it. Is. I, yeah. Barnum and Bailey. But what would the nickname be for that? Barney. 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 <laughs> Biss. Hey, Biss, get down here. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to have to do a number two on this, like a lot of our episodes. Yeah, sure. And But I think, honestly, you and Troy, Amber. Troy, what are your thoughts? Mine? You get out of this. Right. What are your thoughts? I know. Um, he doesn't have any because he doesn't I, dream. I, I don't dream. No. He's dead. I think it's. <laughs> he's dreamed some because he told me about his dreams. Every once in a while, but they've definitely Always. slowed yeah, We don't want to hear about Troy's dreams. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He yelled at me that the other day that. We have to put like a rating on the show. I know. Like, okay, I know. This show X. is not for children <laughs> under 18 or adults that are a little sensitive. Right. Maybe like 25. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, he was. Yeah. Like, he, he was up all night from dreaming the other day. He kept. He told me like that he was mad at me because it was my fault because we were at the hospital right. and I was doing surgeries on people and then all of a sudden they were fake people and like the head would roll off. Yes. It's a mannequin and the head would roll off. It was a crazy, wow. crazy dream. And I do remember that one. That was the first one I had in a long time. So I was like, well, I remembered a dream, and then I was like, it was, "You're like, really? This is the one. I this is the one I get. <laughs> I can't remember one about like puppies and rainbows. Yeah, me on a yacht in <laughs> yeah. the freaking Caribbean or something fun. I mean, Mount Kilimanjaro. No, yeah, uh, dead bodies. Operating on. <laughs> right, <laughs> mannequins. And she failed, but that's um, why I'm not a surgeon. I honestly think. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey, Apple, claim to be a surgeon. <laughs> I honestly think that dreams are a little bit of everything. Um, I think the brain is so powerful that it can give you premonitions of the future that you need to be aware of. I think sometimes you're just processing the information you got for the day. 
Um, I think sometimes old memories are popping up and you're just, you know, these are things you're still dealing with. So I think it honestly is just a little bit of everything. I think it will give you a little insight. I think it'll give you a little warning. I think it'll bring up memories and, you know, remind you of happy times, bad times. Regrets. Yeah, regrets. And I think the regrets can be a warning too of, hey, you know what, you know, next time you know what you should do with this situation or whatnot. That's so really I, yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. I think it's just so powerful and so just really amazing what its capabilities are. I mean, you, you see these stories where, you know, a car, you know, somebody runs over a child and the car's on top of them and like a dude rolls over and lifts the car off of them. And they've shown like between the adrenaline and his mind, you know, of lifting this car was able to lift 600 pounds. Like it was nothing. You see these stories and I think it's just mind. And that's that whole thing. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no. Um, (laughs) That whole thing of, Detaching from what you should do, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, what you should be able to do, what you should be able to see, what you should be able to hear, what you should be able to control. Those moments just kind of release you to just do and not yes. be constrained by the what should you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it really does. The mind changes so much. I mean, you, you talk to, and I, I can personally... Um, you know, contribute to this because I, I was involved in a shooting years ago, years and years ago. But when it happened, it was in slow motion. I can still see it to this day in my head. I can see literally the like bullet leaving the gun and it just slowed everything down. I could hear so perfect, except for I never heard a shot. I could just, I could hear everything else going on around me, but not that. So seeing that, I'm like, man, that's insane. Like what went on? Because, you know, you shoot a gun after you know, after you shoot a gun, your ears are ringing. If you're not wearing protection, my ears didn't hurt. Nothing was wrong. You know, I, I never even heard the shot. So it's, it's weird. It's powerful. The things it can do physically to you. So things that your, your soul, I mean, and that could be, you know, a whole nother digression of, is it your soul? Is it your body? Is it the Mm -hmm. science? Is it the universe? But whatever it is that's tied into us being alive the self-preservation is yeah. just insane. It'll do the what it needs to do. It will happen within your body to keep you from harm is crazy. Absolutely. So, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely do episode two. I'd love for to you dream ladies. Or not to dream part one. To dr- yes. There's the name. Hey. She did it. She came out with the name. <laughs> Tom. Now Sh- I feel Tom, like it's an obligation. It, it really so is. Now I, I put work a lot really on your hard when we're talking to dream or about not to dream. coming up with the proper name for the show. As the Mothman dreams to not to dream. Just don't dream of the Mothman. I'm going to kind of tie into the Mothman a little bit because I know we had that. And here it goes, man. Here it goes. People were dreaming about it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, Shit, I thought man. about trying to that, to... and then I stepped out of it, but we could bring that up in part two. <laughs> Mothman crossover. Damn it. Oh, Jesus. We're gonna get, this thing's going to get out of control. <laughs> We're going to have to get the swallows involved then. <laughs> That's oh, right. No. <laughs> That's right, which we will be having them on, um, hopefully on the next episode here. Um, they were so awesome. I'm glad I got to meet them. Yeah. They are great people. Great, great couple, and a, it was a great, great night. Super fun. Super good energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Sure. So hopefully we well, can... Nick? Our next episode is Harold, right? That's the twenty third. That's next Thursday. So um, I might be able to get one. Maybe able to get in one with uh, the Everything Swallow podcast. Have them on. Um, if not, it'll be the one after um, Harold. So that's kind of up in the air. If we have enough time to get one in between, so maybe we could talk to ask Jim Harold uh, his thoughts on dreams. Absolutely, absolutely. For I think sure. that'd be good. So, yeah, we'll uh, definitely have a part two. You ladies start maybe documenting those dreams because I'd love to see what comes of that. And, like, if there's any kind of correlation amongst your dreams, if you see something reoccurring, I think that'd be cool because I don't know anybody who's ever actually documented their dreams for, like, a month. Now I'm going to be up all night reading back through my dream journals. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Holy shit, that happened last week. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I think... I think we'll call that a night for today. Um, We'll do the part two. Thank you to everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed. 
Check us out Thank on. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah. Yep. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Um, also, um, you know, the podcast is on Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, and we are all over the map. Yeah. Tell friends. Tell other people who love ghosts and stuff. You know. Got any questions or comments? Uh, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, yes, yeah. Please. So we appreciate. It. You guys have a good night. All right. See ya. Good night. Good night. Good night.